morning, uh, but we are here for the Daily African Proverbs, and I'm really, really excited for, to, for today's episode. My name is Simon Javan Okelo. I am the host of the African Father in America podcast, and uh, I have a really special guest that is going to be joining me for today's episode. Uh, she's joining me from the port of Seattle. My special guest is uh, Guadalupe Torres, and we are going to talk about uh, an African proverb uh, from Ghana, and we are also going to talk about an incredible opportunity that uh, has been presented to uh, you know, our community, especially in the South King County area of Seattle, uh, you know, this is a great, uh, you know, funding opportunity that we are going to learn more about. But as usual, uh, you know, we normally start our episodes here with an African proverb. And uh, I brought a, a beautiful one for you uh, from Ghana. It says that the rain wets uh, the leopard's spots, but does not wash them. The rain wets the leopard spots but does not wash them uh, this is a beautiful proverb and uh, my team and i prepared for you uh, just a few nuggets that you can note down uh, that were inspired by this uh, proverb you know a few things you can learn from this african proverb and then we are going to learn what guadalupe thinks about this african proverb you know i love bringing uh, our friends who are from other cultures because wisdom is in every culture and i feel that it's always exciting to hear you know what uh you know people who are not really from africa but are engaging and living and coexisting with african people what they think of these incredible proverbs so uh, uh the first nugget says that uh and this is in uh you know in as an interpretation of today's proverb from ghana again the proverb says the rain wets the leopard spots but does not wash them so the first nugget of wisdom here is that just because you are stained doesn't mean you can't clean up and shine and then number two says that don't let your past dictate your present or your future and then number three no matter how tough uh, things seem always keep your head up and press on and this is really something that i feel is very uh, connected to today's uh, proverb. Today's uh, discussion is about funding, and this African proverb seems to be, uh, you know, speaking to uh, the idea of always keep moving, always keep trying. And sometimes it's hard for you to uh, even try if you don't have an opportunity or an organization that supports your idea. So that's part of why I'm excited to have you here, Guadalupe. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me this morning. Wonderful, wonderful. I just appreciate you for waking up so early in the morning uh, to be here for the daily, we call this show the Daily African Proverbs because for the last two plus years we've been collecting African Proverbs, especially through the pandemic, you know, people are going through a very, very rough time. And uh, African Proverbs uh, are one of the ways that, uh, you know, me as an African, I found it, uh, as a way for me to think about my ancestors, think about, um, you know, how do I deal with the current challenge caused by the pandemic, the economic challenges, the mental health challenges, how do I deal with them? And I found this as a place of solace, uh, sharing them with people, uh, podcasting about them has been something that is healing for me. And I found that a lot of my community members globally uh, really appreciate it. So, um, you know, 
first of all uh, you know our motivation for today's uh, conversation is really because we want to talk about a funding opportunity for the african community especially uh, and also the bipoc community members in the uh, south king county area so i know that many people who are watching today are really really keen on that but first i want to give a shout out to siliana consulting uh, you know nyambura uh, you know, Nyambura is the CEO of Siliana Consulting, and also uh, we have Fadu Mohamed uh, and uh, One Vibe Media, which produces the uh, African Father in America podcast, is partnering with Siliana Consulting, and we are really, really proud of the work that we are doing uh, in collaboration with the Port of Seattle, uh, Guadalupe, Andy, your team, uh, and the entire community of people we've met that work with the Port. Really really excite us uh, about you know what's possible through the port of Seattle and how we can continue improving our communities really in partnership with you all. So with those few words, I want you to pay attention. We are going to be sharing information on how you can get this grant, you know, uh, and also how you can learn more about other grant opportunities that the port of Seattle has available for you. So Guadalupe, go ahead and share with us just briefly when you hear this proverb uh, from Ghana, uh, the rain wets the leopard spots but does not wash them, what is it that comes to your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I think your point about resiliency um, is really powerful. Touch my heart because um, it, it took me to a place of being. Um, I grew up in um, middle of the United States, uh, Nebraska. And my family worked in the fields. We were uh, migrant farm workers. And uh, one of the, I, I loved I loved the rain when it rained because it cooled everything down. But I was thinking about the lessons. There's so much truth in what you say around our, our ancestors and their wisdom and their history and passing it down. And one thing that I really, the field work was very uh, hard, but it also was a blessing because I got to be with my family and working in the fields with my family and um, a lot of the women in my family, like my aunts, my tias, and myself, my mother. And as we worked the fields, they would talk to us and they would say, you know, um, important life lessons. And one of them was um, watching my mother actually, when she would work in the fields, she would, um, you work a, a hoe and you clean the row of, of beets. That's what we worked in. And um, she would jump into the next row and she would start cleaning it. And she would jump into the next row and start cleaning it. Then she would go back to her row and, um, and clean it. And the lesson there was that there are times in life when others can't, um, you know, they're, they're not keeping up or they're, they're struggling a little bit, they're a bit behind. And when you are able to jump into somebody's role, you, you do that in life. And I think that's so powerful because that is, that is, um, that is a gift, a life lesson. So jump into that role when you can. And so when I, how that connects to funding is that I think that show the opportunity provide the opportunity so that um, others may take that path and it could lead to much better goodness and much larger goodness. So um, that's really what came to 
to my heart the the point of resiliency and not giving up and moving forward and yes the rain comes down but you persevere yeah perseverance is the key word there and and i feel that um you know through 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 uh you know partnerships through collaboration in in Kenya we have this thing called the spirit of harambe you know the spirit of working together and uh that's what really uh you know came came up for me as you're describing uh the the hardship of farming and how you know your mom used to help and uh you know and how we could all do the same go into other people's row and just help a little bit you know i just uh really really appreciate that if you're just joining us on youtube thank you so much for tuning in my name is simon okelo i'm the host of the african father in america podcast and my special guest today is guadalupe torres who is the community investment manager at the port of seattle uh and uh today we are going to learn a little more about the economic development uh the economic recovery program uh this is a grant opportunity and uh it's really really important that you learn more about it i want you to stay put but i want you to know that if you want to learn more i'm going to put uh, a link here an email address for if you have any questions you can email amira i'm going to add it in the in the live stream right now uh so just take a look at my screen and you'll be able to email amira and uh you know she will be able to support you and uh also uh in a moment i'm going to share a link where you can you know uh learn more you know and also after this show in the chat in the comments i'm going to add the same link uh to the location uh where through the port of uh, the the website of the port of seattle that's uh www.port uh seattle.org uh, uh you know if you go to the website and just put slash programs slash uh south king county community impact fund economic recovery program you'll get it but really i'm adding it we really want you to get this funding and also what's amazing is that uh, we have community members who are leading initiatives particularly to help ensure that you get this funding that long uh you know uh web page that i was describing is also now there for you to to take a look at uh, uh guadalupe one of the things i love uh, asking every guest that i host for the african father in america podcast are uh you know a childhood story uh that inspires who you are today as a leader you know you're doing incredible work ensuring that african organizations uh latino led organizations uh indigenous led organizations in the south king county area get the funding that they need to recover from the economic uh, challenges that are not only presented to us by the recent pandemic that we are not even out of but it's also presented to us by the current uh war in ukraine So um you know I want you to think about you you really gave us an hint as to what is it that inspired you know who you are today but I want to share a story for me when I was around 8 years old my mother gave me a bicycle and uh, this bicycle had a, a tiny wheel at the front and a big wheel at the back and it was for carrying a lot of cargo so every morning before school I would distribute milk and bread in our neighborhood uh and that's how i connected with business people back in kenya before i ever moved to seattle and now i'm 
deeply involved with so many things in Seattle and it's the same spirit the same discipline that I learned as a 8 year old that I bring to even the partnership through Siliana Consulting uh and the port you know so I want you to share your own story of something that happened around when you are 8 12 that really inspires who you, who you are today as an incredible leader that uh we are celebrating today oh thank you um I guess you know what I'm thinking about is um watching my mother and my and my aunts again um really they were entrepreneurs they would get up in the morning like this early earlier way earlier and um they would make food to take in their car to sell at the uh, the um meat packing plant that was down the street and lots of immigrant workers there and they would sell uh burritos and and it just it gave me um it gave me an understanding of like what entrepreneurship is and i think that in so many immigrant communities we we hustle man we we make it happen and they knew they saw an opportunity people need to eat in the morning so we get up we make good breakfast we sell our burritos for 50 cents and then we um we we make money too so i i think of like that's just uh something that was the, the lesson there for me was like get up think about where there's opportunity and go for it and just make it happen that's entrepreneurship and so i think that uh, i find that in almost every immigrant community you know they're they're ready to work ready to figure it out and um that's such a such a common thread you know i just hustle in a good way you know i love that i love that yeah the spirit of hustling and fighting uh and and finding you know finding ways to collaborate because even in the process of hustling and finding ways to thrive uh you know whether you're here in uh Seattle we are we are primarily today we are really uh highlighting what's going on in South King County uh communities here in Seattle especially the communities that are around the port of Seattle uh and this is because uh you know the port of Seattle is really a place that everybody has to go to you know for me I went through the port of Seattle while arriving in Seattle uh this Wednesday I'm taking a guest to the port of Seattle who is traveling uh back to uh the motherland and uh whenever we have Madaraka festival that this August attracted over 7000 people uh I go to the airport maybe maybe seven times in like three days so uh <laughs> I feel that it's such a strong part of our of our community that uh I just feel privileged to be involved with uh but you Guadalupe you work with the port of Seattle and uh as a person of color I feel that that's also a privilege and your story that you've shared with us really uh you know uh tells how you've traveled your journey to where you are today as the community investments uh manager at the port of Seattle but currently you are working on an amazing opportunity for organizations uh and other community initiatives that uh, can have access to uh fiscal sponsors that can allow them to position themselves to apply i just want you to take your time and uh break it down for us you know 
uh, why is this important for you and the port of Seattle and really break it down for us what is this uh, you know economic uh, recovery funding for South King County uh, and also where can people go how can people access this funding and by when oh thank you um, Simon, it really is a wonderful opportunity. It is um, in 2019, the Port of Seattle allocated uh, $10 million to be invested in the community. And so um, the pandemic happened in 2020. So just as the money was, you know, the, the, um, the allocation was approved and things were getting started, the pandemic hit. And so um, the port recognized that those impacted most by the pandemic were many of our communities in South King County. And the, the objective of the fund was to uh, that those investments be made in communities of color that have ideas about how to um, bring economic recovery to their people, their ideas. And so um, that's how it began. And that was um, two, there's been two um, allocations of funding to date. So we've invested about almost $5 million um, in economic recovery. And we also, so in that, in that $10 million, the a portion was for economic recovery, the biggest portion. There was another portion for environmental impact. So organizations doing work with the environment, creating green jobs, um, addressing um, um, environmental justice concerns. The, there was the second bucket. And then the third bucket, which was the smallest bucket was for um, WIMBY, Women Minority Business Owned Enterprise, and uh, Small Business Development. They, they have other funding. That's why that little, that smaller pot was um, available in, in monies, but they have other funding. The, the other two programs, um, these are new, and these are really trying to connect, engage with community, and let them, and let them, um, know that the port respects them, is listening, and wants to invest in their good ideas for recovery in their communities. And I think um, to the point about, we have the best ideas for our communities. If we live there, we, we go to school there, we work there, we connect there, um, really listening to those leaders, li listening to the people really, and um, what's what's most important to them in their communities. And so we have um, funded, I think to date we funded 22 economic recovery programs and we've funded, I don't have the exact number of environmental, but it's at least 30 um, environmental programs. And those are really cool because they um, they could be things that impact the community. So like um, park restoration, uh, basketball fields, um, things that the community would benefit from. And so there's, there's wonderful projects and I can talk about 
a little bit about you know some of the groups that we have funded um, if you like but that's kind of it in a in a nutshell that is it's a it's a an amount that's allocated for the community but for community-led projects so that means it is the it's stemming from the community they have identified it as a need and um and can build on that idea and that vision thank you thank you so much uh for those who are joining us, uh, we are, we're just having an incredible conversation here. We started by uh, talking about uh, an amazing uh, African proverb, uh, and now we are learning a little bit more about the South King County uh, Community Investment Fund. Uh, this is a great uh, grant opportunity, and we have some key dates, Guadalupe, that I wanted you to touch on, uh, some deadlines. Uh, typically with grant opportunities like this, you need to uh, just be aware of you know when is the deadline to submit the, the the grant but also speak to some of the resources you know somebody might be watching this uh and they're in the south king county community here in the seattle area but they don't know uh whether they qualify for this grant they don't know whether there are resources uh available to help them even apply uh could you speak to that uh briefly Yes, absolutely. And thank you, Simon, because the the deadline is coming up really fast. It's actually on Thursday. So um, I encourage you to please go to the website and check it out. Um, and with economic recovery, it is a two-step application process. So the first step is pretty simple. It's three questions. Um, those are due by Thursday, end of day. Um, and they speak to three areas. One is that, where will this work be done? Our focus is South King County. So um, that is what we're looking for, communities doing work in South King County. The second is, who will benefit from your work, from your project? And we have, um, we have identified uh, communities of communities of color, those that are those communities with the biggest challenges. So, uh, for example, um, BIPOC communities, veterans, um, LGBTQ, um, who else? Uh, seniors. Uh, there's a list. And and um, if your project will assist or will um, aim to improve the lives of multiple groups then then please you know include that in your response and then the third question will be around how will this be port related and so we're talking about economic recovery so we're talking about jobs really um, and how will these jobs connect to the port's work so at the airport and the, the way that we, um, the term we use is port-related industries. And those industries are um, the airport, airport jobs, construction jobs, green jobs and green careers. So anything in the um, environmental green sector jobs. Um, and then uh, maritime jobs that have to do with being on the water um, on the boats, it's it's trades, and I'm really thinking about um, 
people that um, that connect with any of those four four areas. How will your project connect to those? So those are the three questions. They're due Thursday. Um, please reach out if you have any questions. Um, because in my mind, I'm like, why not try? You know, like it's it's a it's a pretty simple application, maximum two pages. So it's an investment of probably a good hour of your time, an hour and a half to think through and answer three questions. And then the next process would be, if you are um, deemed eligible, then you would move forward with a full RFP application. Yeah, this is incredible, uh, Guadalupe. I'm just uh, so excited. Uh, you know, I uh, I know I can't apply. I can't I can't apply for this grant <laughs> opportunity because uh, I am part of the Siliana Consulting Team, who are uh, helping the Port of Seattle. Uh, you know, uh, strengthen its community, uh, its relationship with our community, but really to help community members access this funding. You know, you spoke about $10 million that the Port of Seattle put aside for uh, community projects in, in, in the environment, in the environmental uh, protection area and also in the economic recovery area, right? Yes, and then the um, small business development, those three areas. But you know, Simon, I wanted to make sure people knew how much this was, the funding. So, um, there's a couple of options when people apply for this uh, for this funding, and uh, it's up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So it's a quarter of a million dollar investment in a community project, and the way that would work would be um, for two hundred and fifty thousand, you could choose uh, two to three years for that money to be distributed over two to three years. Uh, the other option is that it could be a smaller amount. So the, the least is 100,000, the most is 250,000, uh, 100,000 for one year or 250,000 over two or three years. It depends on the project and it depends on the needs of the organization, but it, it really is a fabulous opportunity especially the multi-year, because that brings more stability to the organizations. Um, I, in my past life, I've been an executive director a few times. And so I'm familiar with the, with the cycle of a nonprofit and the importance and significance of multi-year giving. It's something that you can build into your budgets and build a growth of this idea and so this was a really important component that the port wanted to um, offer to community to say uh, further, I think, further convey our, our desire and our belief that your idea is good and should be invested over multiple years. Wow, Guadalupe, you're making me passionate about working for uh, a government institution again because <laughs> You know, for a long time, uh, people people have always said that, oh, you know, uh, government institutions like the port are so removed from the community. But uh, having, uh, you know, a leader like you who has been in the, in the nonprofit uh, world for such a long time, uh, I'm, I'm the founder and uh, executive director of 
of One Vibe Africa, which is a non-profit organization. So as you are speaking, I can completely relate to, um, you know, to, to what you're saying when it comes to having multi-year funding and the fact that the Port of Seattle is currently making, uh, you know, 100,000 to 250,000 available for organizations. Are businesses uh, qualified to apply for this funding too? Um, that's a really good question, Simon, because we did, and this is something I should say too, um, this year we removed the, um, the what is it, requirement of it being, you know, before you had to be a 501c3 or a 501c, um, I think it's four or six, uh, you had to be one, you had to have the certification. It is no longer the case. You, you do not need to have that in place. So, um, so the, the, the question about, you know, can a, can a for-profit apply? Um, technically they could. The heart, uh, the purpose of this money is to go back to community. So um, it just, be, it would just have to be really focused on how is this going to touch the community? How will the community benefit? Um, and the intentionality was to put that investment back into the people. Thank you. Thank you so much, Guadalupe. For everyone who is just joining us, uh, my name is Simon Okello. I am the host of the African Father in America podcast. And my guest today is the community investment manager for the Port of Seattle, uh, Guadalupe Torres, who is also deeply involved with managing an incredible funding opportunity for nonprofit organizations as well as businesses that uh, you know qualify and are doing great work in the community. Uh, this is the South King County Community Impact Fund for uh, Economic Recovery Program. And uh, I want you to know that if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to add uh, you know the the the, the the area where you can learn more and uh, get more information. Uh, you can actually connect with Amira Bisley, who is an incredible uh, uh, colleague of Guadalupe. I have met Amira in person. I just added her email address in the chat. Uh, it's currently on the screen on YouTube. And also, I am going to add a link in the chat on YouTube. Uh, and I think it's in the chat on Clubhouse as well. Uh, so I see another community leader from Seattle in the audience. I want to see if Jay just wants to join us briefly. Uh, but I want to thank you for taking your time, Guadalupe, to join us for today's conversation. At the beginning of uh, the show today, I was just speaking to why uh, it's really important that the Port of Seattle continues working with people like you, uh, working with people like Elaise that I am hosting this Thursday uh, so that we could learn more about the environmental, uh, you know, environmental uh, grant that also the port of seattle is providing and uh, you know long before i became a part of uh, you know siliana consulting that the port is partnering with uh, and also you know one vibe media is involved with this uh, through siliana consulting and one vibe media produces this podcast so our involvement is so complex but one Vibe Media is the producer of the African Father in America podcast. But long before I was doing all of these things, I was also applying for grants like this. And one of the grants that I benefited for, uh, you know, from was, uh, you know, given to a youth group in the 
uh, in the South King County area where I was able to help them produce a documentary about the environmental degradation of the Duwamish River. And, uh, you know, as an African immigrant who had not lived here in the U.S. for such a long time, I didn't know that there's actually environmental, environmental issues here that need to be addressed. And so for this kind of funding to be available, uh, you know, for even youths like the ones I worked with to continue doing their work, I think is really, really incredible. So if you're watching, I want you to, uh, I want you to pay attention to uh, Guadalupe in a moment. Guadalupe is going to share with you how you can uh, stay connected with, you know, what the port is doing in general, uh, and also how you can stay connected with her, uh, you know, and some of the next steps in regards to this funding opportunity. But for now, I just quickly want to give space to some of our guests to make a few comments on the proverb and also just to, uh, you know, make a few comments on our special guest today. Uh, so I'll go quickly to Lavender, who is here and then Kesiwa, and then Jay, and then we'll wrap up the show with you, Guadalupe, just sharing with us, you know, uh, also, you know, uh, again, how we can stay connected and how we can, uh, you know, stay connected, especially with the grant opportunities at the port. Uh, Lavender, how are you doing? Where are you joining us from? And what are your thoughts on the proverb and our conversation today? Hi, Simon. Uh, this is Lavender. I'm joining from Seattle, Washington. Um, thank you so much, Guadalupe, for this opportunity and uh, the work you're doing with the Port of Seattle. Um, I'm sure many of us ap appreciate um, chances like this and opportunities like this. And I won't take much time. I'll let most of our audiences, I can see Jared, Kay, brother uh, on here. And I'd like to hear from them as well. Thank you, Simon. Thank you so much, Lavender. We'll go quickly uh, just to Kesiwa. Kesiwa, how are you? Where are you joining us from? And uh, what are your thoughts on today's proverb and any comments on this funding opportunity? Hello, hello. I'm speaking from uh, Lancaster um, in, well, California. Uh, I think this is a really amazing initiative for a city official to be on here to share about this incredible news. Um, I more grease to your elbows, um, and I just really hope other communities around the world follow this model. I hope you're able to get um, many people that apply for this grant and because, um, hey, if we don't care about the environment, who will, right? And um, my thoughts on this proverb, the rain wets the leopard spots but does not wash them. I mean, it really ties beautifully with the purpose of uh, this particular grant, you know. Um, it, sometimes we can look at an environment and think, oh, it's just so serene, but then you learn about maybe, you know, what some, what some of the community members are suffering from, you know, like an ailment of some kind, or uh, there's some, you know, it's not everything that you can see with the naked eye, right? So um, in connection to this proverb, I, I think it really fits very well, um, because, uh, 
you know, it's it's important that we do our part, whatever little part that we can do in our own way. And if there's uh, a huge initiative like that, encouraging uh, corporate companies uh, to uh, have a bigger role to play and that they will get help, awesome. Uh, this is a little bit I, that I can share and uh, discuss when I'm done speaking. Thank you, Kesiwa. Let's hear from Jay briefly and then uh, and then we'll continue on. I see that Stella joined us here. So, uh, Jay, how are you? Where are you joining us from? And what are your thoughts and comments uh, either on the proverb or on this funding opportunity and our special guest today? Um, good morning, Pacific Standard Time uh, out of Seattle. I didn't hear the special guest. I will definitely listen to the replay. Oh, I should tell you, Jay, because you are someone who needs to know this. Uh, I'm hosting, uh, I, I don't know if you're on Clubhouse, so you can't see, but my guest is uh, the Community Investment Manager at the Port of Seattle, Guadalupe Torres. And uh, oh. yeah, there's a, a great funding opportunity that the Port of Seattle has for uh, you know, uh, community organizations, nonprofit organizations specifically, uh, but also, you know, businesses for profit uh, organizations that uh, have fiscal sponsors and are doing uh, great work in the community uh, that need uh, the, the funding through the Economic uh, Recovery Fund, which is, uh, you know, 100,000 to 250,000 uh, funding available. Uh, and the deadline is this Thursday. But there's more funding uh, that she also spoke about. <laughs> um, I do know about uh, some of the funding, but I, I'm going to say this really quick because I know you want to move through it. Um, it's fabulous that you were able to get Guadalupe on to speak. But I also wanted to say, Simon, for the very brief period of time that you have been in Seattle, you are like a leopard that has not changed its spot. So I know people have heard the saying that in life, a little rain must fall. Um, but if you are consistent, you know who you are, you know what you want, you are focused, you are determined, you're talented, you're skilled, you're capable, um, you're not easily sidetracked, uh, then even though that rain falls and sometimes it even comes down in torrents, your spots in terms of what your intentions are do not change. And so I see that in you, Simon. I'm just going to use that as a quick example. There's so many others that you are active, very, very active in the Seattle community and our outlining areas. It's mind-boggling to me. The things you find out, uh, what you know, what you're active in. So that is amazing to me. And of course, you're amazing to so many others as well, but it is with intent. So it just doesn't happen by chance. Uh, you are focused. Um, so anyway, that's what I want to say about the leopard. Uh, I will, you know, I'm always looking for grant opportunities that will work for what I do. So it always depends on what you do and how you apply yourself. And if a particular grant, uh, even if you tweak it a little bit, if a particular grant certainly works uh, in the field and in the area uh, that you excel at. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak. Thank you so much, Jay. I deeply appreciate your time 
and uh, I really hope that uh, you you help me spread the word because uh, I really want people to get this funding and uh, so that we can have more Simons, you know. <laughs> anyway, let's hear from Stella briefly and then we'll we'll close our session by just hearing a little more from Guadalupe, who is my special guest today. Hey Stella, how are you? What are your thoughts on the proverb and uh, the current conversation with Guadalupe? Hello, Simon. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm really glad that this show is happening today because it's a, a true example that you should just keep doing what you're doing. Someone is watching. And that's my brief comment. Thank you. Wow, thank you so much, uh, Stella. I deeply appreciate your your continued support. Stella and Lavender are part of my team at One Vibe Media. So if you want to be a guest on the show, you can connect with one of them. And uh, I want to come back to my special guest, Guadalupe. I really, really thank you for taking your time, especially this early in the morning. Uh, and uh, I want you to uh, just say anything that any one of our contributors said that inspired you and then speak to, you know, how can we uh, you know, uh, how can we stay connected with you and the Port of Seattle? But finally, if there's anything I didn't ask that you want to add, this is a good time for you to also share it. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Simon, and thank you. Good morning to to um, to everyone. I, I feel so honored, really, to be here because I feel the community. I feel the connection. We are in community and um, and so much gratitude. Like I'm, I'm just feeling, that's my overwhelming feeling right now. Like I'm so grateful. And um, I'm, I'm also grateful for our wonderful partners who have benefited from um, this, this program. And I wanted to just give them a shout out because they're doing amazing work. And there's so many beautiful, beautiful, powerful um, nonprofits in, in, the, in our area, South King County and otherwise that are doing important work and um, just want to note that some of these that we've funded in the past include the African Community Housing and Development um, Organization, the Businesses Ending Slavery and Trafficking Best, CARES of Washington, El Centro de la Raza, um, Partners in Employment, Washington Maritime Blue, um, we have an organization called AJAC, Key Tech Labs in um, Normandy Park, Latino Civic Alliance, uh, Neighborhood Housing, um, Aviation Technology Pathways, the uh, Evergreen Seattle Goodwill, and World Relief Seattle. Those are just some of the organizations in um, Cycle 2 that have been funded and are doing wonderful work with their programs and their projects. And um, I hope that there will be others that will be able to shout out um, as the applications come in. And just I just encourage you to, to think about this, to look at the, the three questions at least, and then to share this information with anyone that, that you think might be a good fit, that might be interested. It's, a, it's an opportunity and um, I just appreciate having this space too. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Guadalupe. Uh, I deeply appreciate it. And uh, also me, I want to tell you that uh, I'm honored to be in your presence because 
uh, as a leader, you've learned so much. And uh, I feel that I have done a terrible job learning from you. So now that I know some of the things you've done, you'll, you'll see a lot more emails from me. <laughs> but uh, the work you do with the Port of Seattle is incredible. And uh, thank you to all our viewers. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, this is a good time for you to do that. And give this video a thumbs up so that, uh, you know, YouTube can know that we were here. <laughs> but really... Uh, I want you to know that there's more information. If you look in the in the comments, I'm going to pin the link uh, to this grant so that uh, those who are watching can check it out. Uh, and also we will share a blog post. You know, Stella is working on a blog post that we are going to share uh, in the next two or three hours with all these links uh, for the economic recovery grant and also with a link to the environmental, um, you know, program grant offered by the Port of Seattle. Uh, I want to thank you again, Guadalupe. Have a nice uh, rest of your day. Thanks a lot. Yes, thank you. Okay, bye. You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokello live from Seattle.